Hi, this is Representative Derek Kilmer from Washington State's 6th District. I've launched a podcast called Quick Questions About Congress with Kilmer. In each episode, I'll sit down with one of my colleagues to hear more about what brought them to Washington, D.C., what motivates them to serve their community, and what their all-time favorite movie is. I'm looking forward to these conversations, and I hope you'll tune in to hear more about what it's like to serve in Congress. My first guest is from California, Congressman Eric Swalwell. Now, on with the show. All right, well, uh, welcome to Quick Questions About Congress with Kilmer. Thank you for being my first guest. Of course. Of we're, course. So we're doing this uh, mostly to try to get people a better sense of what happens here in Congress. And I want to start uh, with the question I probably get asked most when I'm back home, which is, uh, dear God, why would anyone want to be in Congress right now? So what, what got you into this? Why yeah. did you run for Congress in the first place? I was a aimless college athlete back in 2001 uh, who was nursing an injury and kind of on a lark took a congressional internship uh, for my member of Congress. So who was that? Ellen Tauscher, okay. uh, Armed Services uh, member, later became Undersecretary of State. Probably never imagined that her intern that summer uh, would have her seat, uh, you know, 13 years later. But while I was trying to rehab that injury, I, uh, you know, worked uh, at this place. And I, you know, in between working at a, at a gym in the morning, uh, passing out gym towels to members of Congress and working at Tortilla Coast, serving them bad Mexican food nice. uh, in the evening. I uh, worked, you know, as an intern and believed that this was a place that could make a difference, but never saw uh, a path back, but at yeah. least had seated uh, in my mind that, you know, this was a job, uh, you know, that Someplace you want I would love to reach for one day. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so actually going from that idea to actually taking the plunge and, and, and running, what, what, what was the trigger to actually do that? Yeah, you know, it, it was two things. California voters, uh, similar to what Washington voters have done, uh, in 2010 they passed uh, by referendum uh, measures that allowed redistricting to be done by an independent commission. So yeah. no longer an incumbent could be you know, protected uh, by a seat drawn you know, to keep them safe. And yeah. also the top two primary system where any voter from any party could vote for any candidate. And, and when that happened, uh, we got a 40-year incumbent uh, who moved into our district uh, and had been rather you know, absent uh, and out of touch. And I thought, you know what? Uh, the voters wanted the system to protect against that. And mm -hmm. so, uh, you know, let's, let's take a shot. So has it, has it, has, if you go back from your intern days and the vision of what you had, now that you're here, has it met your, ex has it met your expectations? I love it. Uh, and it, I believe it's a place where you can really make uh, your own weather. Uh, I'm, you know, very, very stubbornly uh, impatient. And, uh, of course, nothing moves as fast uh, as you want it to. But I, I do think that if you uh, find a few issues and specialize in those, learn about those issues, that you can kind of be the go-to person, uh, you know, on those issues. There's, a, there's just too many issues, I think, to, like, you know, try and focus on all of them. Yeah. Uh, but if you know where to go to the experts on the ones you don't know about, and then you or the quarterback on the ones uh, that you do know about, uh, I think you know, it can be a, a pretty functioning place that helps a lot of people. What are those issues for you? For me, it, it's really reaching out uh, you know, to young people, millennials. Uh, I'm the youngest member from California, and so uh, I'm someone who has $100,000 uh, about in student loan debt, and so I see that uh, you know, access to college, student loan debt, and these issues are keeping uh, a whole generation in financial quicksand. So whether it's being able to start a family, buy a house, go out and start a business, student loan debt is holding uh, 40 million young people back. And so 
Uh, I gathered together uh, 17 other uh, young House members, uh, yourself included. I'm glad I still qualify. You, you do. Yeah. Uh, it's a mindset, yeah. uh, not an age. And, <laughs> and we've gone across the country uh, under a group that we call uh, Future Forum, and we've talked to thousands of young people at 15 uh, different cities, including uh, Tacoma uh, and Seattle. And we're just engaging them and listening to them and then coming back to Washington uh, and speaking up to them. So I think you have probably a pretty unique perspective because you've been traveling around the country and listening to people all over the country. So if I, if I made you benevolent dictator of Congress, what, what issues do you feel like Congress is failing to take on that it really has to step up to? You mentioned student debt is one. The other one that young people really uh, have you know, figured out uh, and have identified at, at these uh, listening sessions is the role that money has played uh, in politics. Mm -hmm. and uh, they get that, uh, you know, it's poisoning our ability to get things done. And, you know, it's a, our generation, millennials, are a very collaborative generation, a very inventive generation. And all they want from us is to be as collaborative uh, as they are. And they believe that we are held back because there's so much outside money uh, in politics. That surprised me. I never expected that they would, uh, you know, hone in on that. But yeah. Came up uh, when we were in Tacoma. It did, uh, and, and, and you have uh, legislation. Some of our colleagues uh, on Future Forum have legislation uh, to either reform the FEC, the Federal Elections Commission, the you know, rule, rulemaking body uh, around this, or uh, to maybe move to a more hybrid uh, public financing uh, system. But the young people, I think, uh, they just want a, a fairer system, and they think we'll get better results if we do that. Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're on target in terms of what we're hearing, too. So. Uh, outside of the kind of issues focus, you know, what, what, are there things about Congress that you wish you could change? What, what, you know, if you could change something, what would you change? Yeah, so I want it to be a, a body that uh, acts like the people uh, it represents. And so, you know, we fly nearly 3,000 miles uh, every week. You go home to your family uh, every weekend. I, I do the same. And, you know, I, I see my constituents on the plane uh, and they're going all over the world, and many of them work uh, remotely. And they'll say, well, what are you flying in to vote on uh, tonight? And I really don't want to tell them, because if I tell them the truth, I'm going to say, well, we're going to name a flight center, or we're going to allow the Boy Scouts to use the Capitol grounds this weekend. And then they'll say to me, can't you do that stuff from home? Like, you know, right. and so what I've proposed uh, is that on the lesser substantive stuff, like the procedural, check the boxes, you still got to do it, but it's not as important as the budget, healthcare, defense, student loan debt. On the, on the lesser important stuff, why don't we vote remotely? Like, what, we have biometrics. I, you know, we have security features on our phone. Why, yeah. why can't we? Leverage technology. Yeah, why, leverage technology, act as our constituents do, and then spend more time in the chamber on the stuff uh, that matters. But uh, why are we giving, you know, a, 30-minute debate to naming the flight center and only an hour debate, uh, you know, to setting uh, an energy budget. Like, why not spend more time, significantly more time, sorting out the big issues and let's just be more efficient uh, yeah. on the smaller stuff. What have you, so have you, you've been raising that issue. What, yeah. what kind of reaction are you getting? You know, a lot of people believe, well, you know, Congress isn't here already enough as it is, which is true. Uh, and another issue is, well, you know, what about the security? So as to the, we're not here enough as it is. I, I agree. That's why I think if you, cl if you clear the deck of the stuff that's not as important, we can actually do more meaningful stuff yeah. uh, here. And two, 
um, I, I do think uh, we can make a secure system. I mean, we uh, have secure banking, and we have, I did my taxes, my banking, all of my health records uh, are on my phone. And so I think, you know, that's just one way we can upgrade Congress. I have to be patient on this. I know that women didn't get a bathroom uh, off the House floor until 2011. So this is a place that sometimes is slow uh, to evolve uh, and upgrade itself. Yeah, no, I think that's right. So it, with that in mind, I mean, you, you talked about what your constituents don't know in terms of what we're voting on and how sometimes it's, it's not the most important things. I'm still getting accustomed as we came in together, so we're still both reasonably new at this. I'm getting used to people asking me how I'm doing as, as though I've been diagnosed with a terminal <laughs> illness. Um, so what do you think people should know about Congress that they don't know? I mean, I, I think there's an expectation that we're somewhere between Veep and House of Cards, but what do you think folks don't, yeah. don't know that they should? We're not as efficient as they are in House of Cards. I, I wish we were uh, <laughs> more time. You haven't killed anyone, yeah, though, either. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, they move things on that show. Yeah. Uh, issues move. Uh, you know, I, I really believe that uh, people don't know that there are lawmakers uh, who are committed to try and work, uh, I think, in a bipartisan way. That, that story gets, uh, you know, drowned out. I mean, there, there are uh, members around here who I think are problem-solving-minded. Uh, our class that came in, uh, in 2013, uh, you know, the largest uh, class in recent memory, a, a very diverse class and a very, uh, it's a younger class. And, you know, there's a lot of friendships that have been forged uh, among members that have done, you know, good things, uh, you know, in collaborative ways. Uh, there's United Solutions Caucus, uh, and uh, that's a group of 40 members evenly divided between both sides uh, of first and second term members of the last four years. Uh, we meet uh, about uh, as often as we can back here. We recently had a meeting on Zika, and a Republican brought an idea to that meeting that I'd never heard of and would never have received through the normal channels because oftentimes Republicans don't send us their bills. We don't send them our bills enough. And I liked his bill. It was Kirk Klosser from Florida. Yeah. I signed on to it. Other Democrats at the meeting signed on to it. And, you know, hopefully uh, it gets a floor vote. But uh, there are, you know, people I think who are more collaborative and problem-solving minded uh, than you would read about. Uh, but, you know, uh, unfortunately, uh, the noise comes from, you know, where there's division. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's a good point. Um, I always say there's a bunch of people you probably haven't heard of that are neither on MSNBC or Fox News that yeah. seem pretty well in And I know you're a, you're a part of No Labels. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just recently joined No Labels. And, you know, those groups, uh, No Labels uh, gets uh, no media, and that's, mm -hmm. that's a problem. Right. because they're doing really good work. Uh, but, you know, I, I think uh, too often, again, the, the, the press uh, and the attention goes to the, the divisiveness yeah. uh, that's here. So I, I, I wanted to end by um, asking uh, a little bit about, you know, getting behind the yeah. member of Congress and getting more to the person. And I think one of the, maybe this is because my first job was working in a video store. Um, I always feel like, movies people like tell a lot about a person. So g g give me some of your favorite movies. Yeah, yeah. So there's like what I call the TNT specials. Those are the ones that you could pick them up, you know, the first minute in or, you know, 10 minutes to go and you just, you'll watch that, you know, you'll be captivated by it until the very end. So those are, you know, A Few Good Men, uh, Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank, I was I mean, say, I, TNT, yeah. Yeah, I have to say that as a kid, um, Top Gun over and over. I, I wanted to be a pilot. One of the toughest days in my life was when I had to go uh, to the eye doctor and learn 
uh, that I did not have 20-20 uh, vision. And my dad said, well, son, uh, I don't think you're ever going to be flying uh, those planes. Uh, so, uh, you know, I never became a maverick, uh, you know, in uh, that I never, sense. I never became Iceman, uh, despite but, my, yeah. my cousin Val, you know. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Do you get a little time? So, I mean, you, how much are you on an airplane traveling back and forth? Is it like 11 it's about hours a 11, week? Yeah, 11 hours a week. Yeah. yeah. Do you get any movie time on the flights? or? Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I just uh, just watched The Martian, uh, finally. It's, it's not about any of our colleagues. I yeah. thought it was. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, that, yeah, usually try and catch up on the movies I haven't seen, you know, on the flights. I think that's the first PG-13 movie I let my daughter watch just because <laughs> she's a... Uh, She's totally into space and science yeah. and all that. So, yeah. well, very cool. Um, well, listen, I, th I appreciate you being on, on, on with me. I think we've probably hit the 15, 20 minute mark and I want to make sure we uh, keep people listening by not yeah. going too yeah. long. Yeah. So thanks for uh, yep. taking the time. And cool. uh, we'll look forward to uh, following the issues that you're working on. Great, thanks, Eric. All right, buddy.